Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. The next thing you want to do is learn how to read the graphs. Let's go to the next slide. The beautiful thing about graphs is, of course, they tell a, a, a picture is worth a thousand words. They tell you a story. And they don't lie. They tell the truth. We found that out with Enron. Anybody remember Enron? It was going down. It was going down. I think it was over 100 at one point. And um, it got a sell in the 80s from VectorVest because of the stop price. Went below the stop price and got a sell. And never, ever again did it get a buy. It, it got a hold. And I remember in those days, uh, George uh, Bush was, uh, H. Bush, was uh, president. And... His mother or his wife sold Enron around $90 a share. And everybody was wondering what he knew that nobody else knew. He wasn't using VectorVest because had he been using it, I'd have been telling you all that all day long. But, but she sold it, and she must have suspected something. But those guys were cooking the books like you wouldn't believe. And the accountants were in, in cahoots with them, and so were the brokers incidentally. But anyway, graphs don't lie. And they also reveal a stock's character. I like to say they reveal the DNA. Because if you have a stock that's going up and down and up and down, and you think about buying that stock, what do you think you're going to get? You're going to own a stock that goes up and down and up and down. So we like to say what you see is what you get. And what we, we suggest to you is you favor stocks with, small, with, with smooth patterns rising in price from the lower left to the upper right. And this is what we advocate. And if you look at a lot of the high IRS stocks, you'll see they do exactly that over time because they make money quarter after quarter, year after year. And it's, it's the earnings growth that pushes the price of those stocks up and keeps it up there. So graphs are very important. We have a lot of different kinds of graphs in VectorVest. We have standard graphs that for the stocks, ETFs, watch lists, industry groups, and business sectors. And I'm sure you've seen enough of those graphs to know what I'm talking about. Let's go. And we have the market timing graphs. The two, uh, the two market gra timing graphs I use, of course, is a standard market timing graph with the VVC on it and the, uh, uh, the MTI, the RT, and the uh, BSR. I like to tie the BSR and the VVC together because that's what I started out with. And uh, uh, the MTI is very good, and the RT is also very good. The RT is very, very interesting because if you think 
the market's going up and the RT starts going down, it's sending you a warning signal ahead of time. And if you see the market was going down and the RT stops going down, you know that the downturn is about to end. At the same time, you might find that the buy-sell ratio is very low. And when that buy-sell ratio gets below 0.2, you can bet the market is way oversold. And in a short period of time, it's going to explode upward. We've seen it happen time and time again. Kathy, could you go into VectorVest? Are you prepared to do that? I'd like to show you this because it's real important. Uh, look at a 10-year graph of uh, VectorVest. And uh, just, uh, just take that real big peak on, a, uh, on a RT, that, that buy-sell ratio there. Yeah. Notice, notice that, start at the left. Do you notice, notice that as the VVC went down, the peaks on the buy-sell ratio went down, and then uh, those, uh, she's got a horizontal line at point two. Do you have that already, or is that one? That's at one. One. Can you strike one at point two? Good. That's 0.19, that's close enough. That's pretty close. Uh, you know, this is like clockwork. The market goes down, the buy-sell ratio goes down, and once it gets down around uh, 0.2, you know the market is very oversold. And so at that time, uh, I, like, I, I like to advise our subscribers not to sell short anymore start defending their profits on the short positions because you never know when that explosion is going to take place. But look at, look at it, the way it, it, it soars upward every time. And uh, uh, we, you know, we began using that information to go bottom fishing. And we have a number of bottom fishing strategies in the software. And, and it, it, it's almost a virtual certainty that when that, that indicator starts going up, you go bottom fishing, you're going to make money. Uh, we identified the bottom on um, March uh, the 6th of 2009. Oh, you got it right there. We, we identified the bottom, and on, on March the 6th was a Friday. And I wrote an essay called Itching to Rally. And in that essay, we gave five searches that we, five bottom fishing searches that we said you should be prepared to use because we were, we were looking for an explosive rally. Well, the following Monday, the 78th, the following Monday, the 9th, uh, was sort of a lackluster day. Uh, so we didn't see the rally. But the next morning, the 10th, we advised our, our customers to still keep waiting for this rally. It gave them the same six searches that we were looking for this rally. 
And sure enough, before the market opened, news came out that Citibank had made money in the first quarter of 2009. Now, if you remember 2009, things were pretty gloomy. And that news lit a fire under the market, and the market exploded. At that time, uh, I was managing uh, model portfolios, and my practice was to never jump into the market before 10 o'clock in the morning. So I got to the office, anyway, I got to the office early, and I'm looking at these portfolios, and one we had called, was called jailbreak. And jailbreak was up 17% by, by 10 o'clock in the morning. I jumped in at 10 o'clock, and that, that search ended up, I believe, up 32% for the day, and it just kept soaring for weeks. And every, every one of those searches made tons of money. And that was, a, that was one of the best calls we ever made, but we've, we've been able to get some pretty good ones since then. And, and we, we've, we literally can nail those bottoms time and time again. But you gotta read the reviews to know about it. <laughs> really, seriously. That's the kind of inside information you get. Uh, I just wanted to show you that. Uh, and, and, and that's pretty simple, really. So the market timing graph, uh, Steve likes to say it's the most important graph that we have in a database. And he very well could be right. Uh, the other graph I like is the DEW timing graph. Uh, we've seen it here. Uh, uh, I've seen it being used in the presentations. And it's a graph that has the detended price, detrended price oscillator, envelopes, and a weighted moving average on it. And we also, we enhance it with the MACD, the moving average convergence divergence. I like to use that graph uh, when I'm trying to see whether a stock is moving up or down. It's just been misbehaving. And, and it, it, it just gives you a real clear signal on what it's doing. Uh, it's a very useful graph. I use it for more than just timing. I use it for seeing what's going on with individual stocks. I can use it for industry groups. It's a very versatile graph. So make yourself familiar with that graph. Go ahead, uh, Kathy. You skipped one. We have graphs, we talked about the Midas touch graph yesterday. It's a graph that, uh, uh, you know, we don't use all that much, but I, I, I advise that if you're interested in knowing what gold's doing or what it's going to do, uh, you should watch the, the Color Guard report on Monday night. You, you know, they, they, they analyze it every night. But it's so easy to do, all you have to do is do what I did yesterday. Just go into graphs, uh, put in HUI, the, uh, the ticker symbol for the Huey, for the uh, Gold Bugs Index, and uh, look on the Midas uh, Touch graph setup, and you can see when the, when the crossover of the two moving averages up to the top takes place, the green goes above the, uh, the red, that's, and, and the RT goes above one, you got a, you got a signal to buy it. When it goes below one, that combination uh, also tells you when to get out. And right now, 
you know, there's a lot of talk about gold going up and it's got to start buying gold. Uh, but we saw yesterday with the, with the uh, uh, Midas Touch graph and also looking at the industry group, it, it still could be a little bit early, okay? But uh, a lot of people think being early is better than being late. And that's probably true if you have the stomach to put up with a little volatility, okay? Um, Kathy showed, uh, showed us the performance graphs yesterday, and I don't know that we got a chance to look at the investment climate graph. Kathy, you want to show us that? I mentioned yesterday uh, that we, we, keep tracked, we keep tracked of uh, certain data, and we, we analyze the investment climate in the views every week. And one of the things we do, we look at, we look at earnings very carefully. And what we have here in the upper part of the graph was S&P earnings, okay? And what we show there uh, is the S&P earnings, a 50-day moving, that's the S&P uh, uh, earnings. That's a 50-day moving average of earnings. If you go into the watch list, there's a watch list for S&P 500. And you can click the, uh, the, the uh, overall average graph of the S&P 500, and you'll see all the, all the variables that we have on every other graph. And, but we take the 50-day moving average to smooth it out, and we plot it there. Uh, that's the upper part. The lower part is what I call the S&P earnings trend indicator. Uh, it's, it's like a little RT for the... Uh, earnings. And our belief is that when that trend indicator is above that blue line, which is at one, the uh, S&P 500 earnings are going up. And when that trend indicator is below one, uh, the earnings are going down. Now, uh, you're looking at 2016 and 2015 there, and that doesn't look too pretty. Uh, Kathy, go to about a five-year graph, okay? Go to the 10-year graph, why not? Okay, there on the left-hand side, you can see what happened. And, and I, I indicated yesterday that in 2007, November 2007, uh, we indicated that we could be looking at a severe bear market. And I was looking at that trend indicator. You see how, how, how close it is to one? And that had been going down since about, oh, 2004, 2005. It goes down slowly. This is a slow-moving uh, 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 indicator. And then in 2009, uh, earnings exploded. They hit a peak, and they started going down, down, down. So we were watching it. We were watching it. Now. In 2014, late 2014, early 2015, it actually went below one. And, and that was hard to understand. But that downturn was due entirely to the petroleum stocks in the S&P 500. I think there were about 20 or 25 of them. And uh, what I did then 
is I broke out the petroleum stocks from the S&P 500, created a watch list of those, and, I, and then I had left uh, a uh, watch list that had the S&P 500 with no petroleum stocks. So it, if we looked at a graph of the earnings of the, 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 the petroleum stocks, their earnings were getting killed. They went from something like $4, $4.50 a share, down to minus $1.60. Uh, the companies, uh, the S&P 500 companies that, didn't, you know, that did not have petroleum stocks, that watch list, their earnings just kept going up and up and up. It, but it, that, those little blips there were due entirely to the petroleum stocks. And uh, we, 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 we dissected that, and when, when that earnings trend indicator went down, we had to say that, you know, our, market, our truth chart was saying that the market's in a bear market, but we had to understand what was causing it. Was a, it was the petroleum stocks. The broad uh, a group of stocks were still doing fine. So uh, it's still in a recovery mode, and you can see that the earnings are still going up. And so when we look at the investment climate, right now we see uh, that uh, uh, we're in a bull market scenario. And we, 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 we analyze that and we report on it each and every week. But the investment climate graph is also very important, although it's a little obscure. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.